light. Hello, and welcome to American Pale Males. It's your nerdy beer-tasting podcast. With me... Oh, wait. I'm Michael, and yeah, with me is... It's me, Mike. Uh, I mean, it's me, Jeremy. I almost sound like Orson Welles filming a wine commercial there. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Jeremy, we're doing something a little different today. We're breaking the mold a little bit, Michael. Tell the fine people what we're doing. Yes. So because we're kind of banking a few episodes here um, because of... You did bad things. <laughs> I'm going I'm going away for a little bit. Yep. Um with good behavior. I'll be back, though, in time for some more episodes. But um, we're doing kind of a, a bridge version of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And since there's these are banked, we can't really do beer brags, no bruise news, anything like that. So we're keeping to a short format that we're calling American Pamels Light. <laughs> now, are we the original light or are we the poser light? Well, that's the thing. So Miller owns the copyright to L-I-T-E. Indeed they do. There's already Coors Light and Bud Light. So how should we spell light? Uh, well, since we're the first time we've done this, I think we should go T-E. And if Miller has a problem with it, they can take it up with you because you're the one who posts <laughs> these things. <laughs> what if we do L-Y-T-E? Sure, sure. All right. Whatever. It's your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a corporation, and oh, so yeah. it's a limited liability. Uh-huh. Um, it's not, so... No, it's oh. it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, they foreclosed on my house. Oh, wonderful. Wow, that quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 they, before it even came out, uh-huh. they sent an email. Um, so the other thing I do need, I, I'm thinking, in, so people know at the beginning that it's a light episode, and so they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have like a little sound to designate that, and part of that sound is going to be a can opening, which we'll do later. But the other part of that is... I want you and I both to say light at the same time, and then we'll kind of stack it up, and it will sound like a big group of people saying it. Okay. So when I count to three, we'll both say light. So one, two, three, light? Or yes. On? Okay. Okay. This <laughs> always, always happens. It's a hack joke, but <laughs> it has to be done. <laughs> All right. Okay. One, two, three, light. Light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm finding this so amusing. Um, let's let's do it again, okay? okay. One, two, three. Light. light. <laughs> I'm just going for weirdness. Okay. <laughs> I gotta cut this out because it's only amusing to me. Um, and let's do one more. This won't be in every episode of mm-hmm. us doing light. This is just the, a special for the first one. Okay. One, two, three. Light. light. So you may or may have not have heard that at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. depending on how bad it comes out. <laughs> sure. Eh, hopefully we can. But uh, yeah, I like the variety you put in there, Jeremy. You're welcome. I do what I can. Like a guy who was thinking about it, a guy who was declaring it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was totally thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So let's jump right into the first segment of these light episodes, and that is Random Trivial Pursuit Card. Three, two, now, one. Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, I have several cards here, mm-hmm. um, several editions, I should say. I'll just say them all right now. We have the 20th anniversary edition, mm-hmm. which is like early 2000s. The SNL edition, oh, which boy. we may or may not use. Baby Boomer. Okay. Family edition, cards for adults, and family edition, cards for children. So lame. Okay. <laughs> yeah, those are going to be pretty weak. 
DVD pop culture again. I think uh, in the two thousands. I can do. I I'll take that. Uh, know it all edition. Interesting. And the genus edition, circa nineteen eighty four. Oh, I think. Jeez. Or eighty seven, somewhere in there. At least thirty years old. Mm-hmm. I think normally we'll make them random, but Jeremy, do you have a preference on which one we do for our opening episode? Not at all, Michael, because you know what? We have another uh, trivia final here coming up soon, so hit me with whatever you like. All right. Let's do, for trivia, since we both think we're pretty good at trivia, let's do the know-it-all edition. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Here we go. Uh, So we're just going to go down the cards here, do the questions, and if it engenders some conversation, then we'll do that as well. What landlocked European nation that is smaller than Washington, D.C. has Vaduz as its capital? That's V-A-D-U-Z. I'm assuming Luxembourg? Luxembourg? Montenegro? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's also pretty small. What's what's the one I'm thinking of? I'm totally blanking. One, like, between France and Italy or France and Germany that's real tiny. Let's say Luxembourg because I can't think of... Uh, but smaller than Washington D.C. You're thinking of Monte Carlo. Maybe I am. Yeah, that's yeah, that's on the coast though. That's not landlocked. That's the, the racing. There's a James Bond movie there. It's like and Andalus and uh, Benelux. Anyway, oh. let's do. Um, I don't think it's gonna be Luxembourg, but we'll say that. Okay, well, fine. Smarty pants. What do you think it is then? Come on, come on. No, go for it. <laughs> it starts you. with an A. I want to say it starts with an A, but all right. Do you want to know the answer, Jeremy? If obviously. Oh, Liechtenstein. We were both off. Uh, I was closer because it started with an L. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Which ghost first appeared to Ebenezer Scrooge in Dickens' A Christmas Carol? Jacob Marley. Good call, because there's four ghosts in that. That's right. Uh, let's see if that's correct. Yes, that is correct, Jeremy. Oh, boy. I can picture this, but I don't know what it's <laughs> called. What What instrument is traditionally blown during Rosh Hashanah? Oh, God. Uh, it's a it's a horn, right? Uh, like a animal horn, horn. I have I didn't know that uh, our fine Jewish friends blew horns during Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, a drinking horn on my uh, book kit bookshelf. My brother, oh, do you really? Yeah, my brother got me that for Christmas some years back. I've never drank anything out of it though. Oh, That's my next question. Is it like an animal? Yes. Your, no, your it is. Yes. What animal is it? I, I have no clue. You killed a white rhino. To <laughs> it's, it's not quite that intense. It's some sort okay. of like cattle, but uh, oh, oh that, yeah, I guess f- fun digression. Too. So the band Demona Marth, Viking metal. They played Dark mm-hmm. Lord Day the last time I went there. They have a uh, a song called "Raise Your Horns," and it's you know it's a double entendre. It's the uh, the metal like the metal horns and the beer horns, and it's about drinking beer for your dead friends who have gone to Valhalla before you, and. Uh, they have horns on their belt, or at least the lead singer carries a horn on his belt. But mm-hmm. it's when, right before they play that song, they all chug a horn full of something, and they got like 2,000, whatever, uh, 17, I guess it would have been, Dark Lord in their horns, and like a horn's Ooh. full. So it's like a pint of Dark Lord that they just chugged. And so he did that. They did that, and the singer was uh, visibly gasping because of that <laughs> poor choice. <laughs> He, he said, that was a poor choice at the end of it. That's not a quaffable beer. Yeah, I, my aspirational drinking vessel, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I actually might want something like that someday. Maybe we'll um, have to do that. I'll wash it out. Would be a, like a chalice. Yeah, that's like a, like Indiana Jones. Yes, 
like not the one that he chooses correctly, but all the other ones in there. Uh huh. Back to Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> DrinkingHornsForSale.com. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Is that where you're at? Now? Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, we're just going to have to take the hit on this one. I cannot remember what it's called. Me neither. Oh, the Shofar. S H O F A R. That sounds familiar. Um, I guess I'm not a know it all. Um, mm-hmm. Next is Science and Nature. What medical procedure, first performed in 1977, uses a catheter to unclog arteries? Is it a balloon angioplasty? That that's yeah, angioplasty sounds legitimate to me. Uh-huh. It's hard to know exactly what they're going for here. I was gonna say like cardiac cath, but that has the same that that's same thing. thing. Yeah. Uh let's see what it is. Angioplasty. Woo-woo. Jeremy with the correct wordage there. One of my uncles had one of those. And then they explained it to a young ten uh, year old Jeremy and it was supremely weird. Anyway, continue. Also a Simpsons episode. Oh yeah. How are women's parallel bars different from men's in gymnastic competition? Uh, the parallel bars, are they lower? Are they further the, apart? Lower? Well, I'm assuming together. it has to do with women having a lower center of gravity, just based on the body shape and body makeup of a female right. as opposed to a male. Oh, yeah. So would they be lower? I think they would be lower. I'm not sure. Or closer together. This is the one where... Oh, wait. Parallel bars is... Is that... No. Is parallel bars the one where one's higher and one's lower? And no, because flips, then they're not parallel. They're not parallel. I think those are the uneven bars. Is this the one where there's just kind of like two bars and they, right next to each other and you do tricks on them? I think so. Closer together sounds reasonable then. Let's, so. let's do that. Or lower? Well, oh. You can take your... Sh- you can do not throw away your shot, Michael. Take your, uh, take your pick. Okay. I will go closer together then because the height might not really matter. But here we go. They are uneven. Weird. I might have to look into that one. Interesting. Save that for a pub trivia answer. Mm-hmm. Wild card. What does a bull whacker drive? <laughs> That's pretty funny. All one word. W-H-A-C-K-E-R. Just exactly what it sounds like. Bull whacker, yeah. Driving cattle? I think that's a cowboy, Michael. <laughs> um, well, uh, sure, let's go cattle. <laughs> cattle? Yeah. Unless it's like a Zamboni or something, like, you know. Cattle, what is it? It is a team of oxen. I'm gonna. I, I'm taking that as a win. I'm yes. I'm taking that too. You know, it's a hooved, cud chewing animal. A hooved beast of burden. Yeah. So we got how many? One, three, two, three, three out of six. I'm taking it. It's a win in uh, my book. In Mike's versus cards, that's a yeah. That's a break even. So that was know it all. I know that's probably one of the more difficult ones. Probably one of the more, I don't know, relevant ones <laughs> compared to uh, some of these other ones here. So uh, The less relevant ones are uh, more fan, more fun, though. That's true. The kooky things like, why did they have to stop filming of Mr. Belvedere that one time? <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, I, I know you know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, and like the genus one will have questions about like Gorbachev in it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway... Stay tuned for more of that. So that was the trivia portion. Trivia portion. Now we jump right into the FDR, Jeremy. The FDR light, wherein we uh, <laughs> find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. You know, if we were thinking ahead, we would have done all light beers on this. <laughs> I, I kind of thought about that. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, because that might get a little redundant. Mm-hmm. 
So we have from Avery Brewing Company, Ellie's Brown Ale. Yeah, so we might be taking more approachable beers with these lighter episodes. Um, We're still somewhat seasonal by the time these all come out. Yeah, yeah. It'll all be in the kind of punch bowl. So Ellie's Brown Ale. This beautiful deep roussette brew is dominated by a chocolate and brown sugar maltiness with hints of vanilla and nuts, producing a very smooth, well-balanced, and quaffable brown ale. We've had White Rascal, right? Yes, I was just going to say that I think that's the only other Avery we've had in the show. Have you had anything else by Avery, Michael? I have. I've been to the brewery. Oh, that's right. And we had a bunch of weird ones, and I didn't like much of them. I remember this now. Yeah, obviously this isn't too weird um, as a brown ale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think the White Rascal is the only other routine common beer of theirs that I've had. I feel like I had the Maharaja IPA. Yeah, that's one I see a lot too. Do you remember anything about it? Was it good? I remember making a lot of Jinder Mahal jokes to myself. <laughs> okay. The uh, the wrestler there. The, the modern day Maharaja, thank you. Yes. Now, Avery, I'm just trying to think. I know they got bought out by somebody, and I'm pretty sure, as I recall today, Mao San Miguel, I think, owns it now, or part of them, or something like that. So just take that as you will. Mm-hmm. Their website also has pretty intricate description of the beer, including verbs, or excuse me, oh boy, Kevin Nash there, including adjectives. <laughs> well done. They call descriptors, and this one gets loyal, friendly, and mellow. Because there's a dog on it. Yep. Yeah, there's a big dog on the can, oh, too. He looks like a very good boy. Chocolate lab. Yeah. Uh, malt varieties are chocolate, Munich, honey malt, carapils, Turo, C120. The yeast variety is a house ale strain. Hot varieties, Sterling, Cascade, Boolean, and no dry hops. <laughs> they also have these sliders here. Mm-hmm. I like these. Hop-driven, malt-forward, yeast-centric, beyond Reinheitsgebot. This one's not. And Which this one's apparently not. And ABV, so it almost looks like you should be able to adjust the, these sliders on the website and like the beer would change. Uh, Michael, have you uh, paged down one more window past that? I see a quote, and I see some homebrew recipe that's what i was talking about Jeez, that's very revelatory you mean revelatory uh, yes we, we, we we've had a disc this is the second time we've had to this discuss that I word bosh rev words yeah well i mean both of them were revel but i wonder if they do that for some of their weirder stuff too i have to look at that i'll, I'll, I'll look into it you keep talking here i'm gonna do my clean take on my can opening here for the APM Pod light intro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That wasn't as clean as I wanted it well, to be. Well, let's uh, see if I can get one then. Okay. Maybe. That sounded pretty good. <laughs> I'm giving it a pour here. As am I. The, uh, the Maharaja is an intense... Uh, it's intense. It kind of pour. This pour is like, almost like a Coca-Cola color. It does. Maybe a little lighter even. Like a but... root beer float maybe? Yeah, yeah. I kind of dumped it in so I got a lot of head on mine. I wasn't really paying attention. It smells a little strange to me. Uh, I'm not getting much of a nose off this one. Yeah. I'm less congested than I usually am. Thanks modern medicine. On uh, the can it says, this is lab tested. Because <laughs> there's a dog. Yeah, because there's a dog. Hey Michael, how about you go in? Alright. Oh. That's pretty good. It starts out like a little... Very fizzy. 
Yeah, like a, kind of a little, um, I don't want to say watery or insipid, but not as a blast of flavor. But then as it, you finish it, you do get a lot of kind of brown, <laughs> I was going to say brown notes, chocolatey You said notes. brown. You said brown. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the caramely, darker, roasty um, chocolate notes. I think why this is messing with you, Michael, is because I suspect you're suspecting a porter and not a brown. Yeah, and we don't, could this be even the first brown on the show? Newcastle. Newcastle. I would say this is better than a Newcastle. Newcastle has its place and its time. It's For me, it's nostalgia. Mm. But yes, this is very good. Yeah, it's more like a porter or something of this color that is not just a straight brown. You, a little more thick, a little more body to it, and a little stronger flavor. This one's kind of a almost like a session version of that or or and hear me out here a mm. porter light yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh I, tying into the, yeah, the there theme. you go well no i mean like browns are i mean but you're you're more correct than i am it's it's a it's a sessionable dark beer mm-hmm. but it's it's not in the in the vein of like a guinness or anything like that because guinnesses are definitely roastier darker whereas this is it's it's a brown I guess that's the only way to put it, really. It's just yeah. the brown. Side note, they do have the recipe for the Maharaja. The, it, it's intense. I looked at that earlier. Yeah. They also have the white rascal on there. I wonder if they have, like, their vanilla bean stout. If they have, like, that recipe, I'll be blown away. They have that. Michael, I'm going to make that. They don't have the recipe here. Curses. Well, do they have a stout? I can throw some vanilla beans in a stout. <laughs> their botanical and barrels series is what I'm looking at here just mm-hmm. to see if they have coconut porter and stuff oh wow you can sort by uh oh yeah, yeah. series style pairings uh-huh. game day slash D session <laughs> pairing you can do nice <laughs> nude beach maybe it's a little telling that we're talking more about the website than the beer um the, the website's pretty good the, well, the website is kind of cool i like this beer it's a little thicker and sweeter than a newcastle I think is the best way to describe it. Without a degree, yeah. And the uh, the roast is a little bit more subtle, I think, because it's it's than not a Newcastle. It's, well, no, not than a Newcastle. It's 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 just subtle, more subtle than like say a, one of these dry stouts or a uh, porter or a porter. This is more of a uh, it's it's a sessionable porter. Yeah, I mean, it's almost refreshing in that regard. I the Two. more the more I have this and the more it warms up the more I the more I like it because it mm-hmm. gets that it almost has an English character to it. Yes, there you it's go. It's sweeter than an English brown, dark, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But it's of that ilk, though. Yeah, it is definitely of that ilk, and I like that. Hmm. Well, should we go for the rating? Let's do it. Um, I guess I'll need to take a sip of judgment here. I'm going to give this one a 3.5, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, if you factor in dogs, we'll make it a 3.75 because it's a pretty adorable dog on the can. <laughs> um, but I, this is this definitely passes the cooler test. Uh, yeah. I was discussing with counsel of the show at the last tailgate of the year some weeks back about how uh, how he had wanted to get good beer, but it's like good beer is kind of wasted at a tailgate. Mm-hmm. You have you have to find a uh, a good medium, a good sessionable ones for like for the yeah. ho- for the hotter days. I think the king has got to be all day IPA. Whereas yes, I I, th- I think for the uh, the cooler games, would be more along the lines of an Ellie's Brown Ale. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, this would make more sense in the cooler months too. Um, hmm. Oh, you kind of gave me a lot to think about there, Jeremy. I mean, it's not a winter warmer, and it doesn't have like no, a, a no. big boozy snap to it to like warm the belly. But it just feels more like cold weather. Like it's pretty cold outside right now. Yeah. I'm not gonna like exactly have a blue moon or something like this tonight. Oh, I want I want something with a little meat on its bones. Right. And this has a little meat on its bones, and it's perfect for that sort of situation. I'm going to go three point. I'm rating with my heart here. 3.25. That's fine. I think it's just more, maybe I don't like the style that much. And maybe it's I don't have it enough is the other thing. Mm. But I feel like, um, well, that session ability, quote unquote, well, it's not a session beer. Technically, it's counting more against it in this specific drinking situation. I think you brought up good places like tailgating where it would fit well. But mm. right now, it's just not quite fitting the bill. So there could be flexibility in that rating given the situation. But... Um, and I mean, also, it could very well also be in a, uh, like, one of those things that you just keep around for the holidays, when it's like you're the family that, like, you don't need to get messed up or have something super serious at, like, a Christmas party or something like that. Right. And for that, I think this would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as a forgotten style of beer. Maybe I'll make a brown for my next one. Ooh, that'd be interesting. I agree. You have a recipe right in front of you, so <laughs> I sure there do. you go. Indeed, I do, Michael. So for these light episodes, because we're kind of pre-taping these in advance, tape, huh, um, <laughs> there's no real reason to shout out the social media. <laughs> I mean, right? I, I mean, I guess so. Uh, but if you want to find this, it's APM Pod at Everything. How about that? Yeah, APM Pod at Everything, and rate, review, subscribe if you can. Yeah, go and for it. And thanks to Mike for putting us on Untapped. Thanks, I Mike. guess we should do that still. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. That's American Pale Mail's Light. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>